Namaste to all. Welcome to the 29th episode of uh, Ayurveda Gurukula. So today we have uh, Dr. Chandra Baswana Patil sir with us. I would like to extend a cordial welcome on behalf of all of us, is there with the family to Dr. Chenna Basana, Basana Patil. And likewise, uh, a hearty welcome to all our participants of Easy with the family to this particular session. Namaste, Patil, sir. Thank you, sir. So, here is a brief introduction of uh, Dr. Chenna Basana Patil, sir. He's a very good physician and teacher, holds uh, his degree, BMS degree from TMA's uh, Ayurveda Medical College, Shivamogga in Karnataka, MD degree from uh, uh, MIMS uh, and uh, Hospital Nepal, uh, uh, Karnataka, Munial Ayurvedic uh, College. Has also the diploma in uh, pharmacy and MBA in uh, hospital management. Sir has special training in uh, basic life support, intensive uh, clinical electrocardiography, Panchakarma procedures, minor operation procedures as well. And also has a special training in scientific writing and article publications. Has organized many seminars, health checkup camps, and yoga camps throughout his career and has been doing so uh, very successfully as a very extended uh, and uh, a very uh, good uh, professional experience as well. Worked as a teacher uh, at many institutions, uh, including PME, Ayurveda Medical College at uh, Shivamogga, Munial Institute of Ayurveda Medical Sciences and uh, Sciences Manipal, uh, Shiva Ayurveda Medical College, uh, Bilaspur, and uh, Sri Siddhi Vinayaka Rural Ayurvedic Medical College, uh, in uh, Belgavi. So, Sir also has good uh, administrative experience and also a vast clinical experience and clinical knowledge. Sir has published uh, many papers and articles, among which uh, the important ones are on Tamakashwasa and phytochemical analysis of useful parts of uh, barbaris, so that is Osimum bacillum. So, currently, uh, Dr. Chandra Baswana Patil, sir, is uh, working as Associate Professor in the Department of uh, Dravaguna, Parul Institute of uh, Ayurveda, Parul University, Vadodara, Gujarat. Today, sir, will be presenting uh, on a very important topic, uh, uh, endangered medicinal plants and their uh, conservation. Uh, so with this small intro, without uh, taking much time, I hand over uh, the stage to Dr. Chandra Savana Patil, sir, uh, for his presentation. Sir, over to you. Namaste, everyone. Uh, thank you, sir. Thank you for uh, uh, giving me an opportunity to present on this session. Thank you. Uh, so as we know, so today's topic is endangered medicinal plants and conservation techniques. So I will be telling uh, about the endangered medicinal plants. So everybody will be knowing what endangered medicinal plant is. So the plants uh, which are being used uh, extensively uh, in, uh, without thinking about its conservation techniques. So conservation, even uh, conservation methods or if it is needed and all without thinking that uh, we are uh, procuring the medicines, plants leading to the endangering means they are not found in the environment. So uh, we'll be discussing on it. So brief introduction. More than 99% of all species uh, amounting to over 5 billion species that are lived on the earth are extinct, estimated to be extinct by now. So estimation of the number of earth's <coughs> current species 
range from 10 million to 14 million of which about 1.2 million have been documented over over 86 percent have not yet been described iucn the international union for conservation of nature will uh, is taking care of uh, is supervising this uh, uh, conservation of endangered medicinal plants even the animals also we'll see the causes one by one so genetic and demographic phenomenon genetic pollution habitat degeneration predation competition disease co coexist co-extension climate climate change mass extensions so genetic and demographic phenomenon uh, includes uh, the plant species will not be suitable for the uh, change in environment so it will be uh, destroyed or uh, being vanished from the forest or the earth so genetic pollution so genetic mutations are being uh, taken place to the change in environment and change of place so because of this pollution so habitat degradation so once one good plant is being identified and everybody want it to be at their own place so they will be uh, taking that plant from the uh, natural habitat and uh, try to try to keep it wherever they like so means many of the times so if you go in the forest so if you find some good things so we'll uh, try to collect it and keep it with us so in that same way if we change the habitat the plant will not survive so that could be a possible reason for its predation competition and disease so uh, in the nature one will be one plant or the species one life is being uh, supported with the other other life or uh, the predominant will be uh, dominating or will be ruling the uh, area so like that uh, so some plants will be uh, destroyed by the other plants even some diseases mainly this fungus and algae will be the most common uh, diseases for the plants which which may destroy the whole uh, plant species itself then co-extensions so co-extension means so if you are cutting a uh, if you are plucking a, a big plant uprooting a plant so some small plants small species will be uh, surrounded by the uh, big plant so along with that with the mud so it will be being uh, separated from the its uh, native area so if it is being uh, removed from this natural habitat so definitely it will not survive so then climate change as you know the day by day this uh, temperature is uh, increasing so because of which the plant survival, uh, survival rate is uh, becoming very uh, less day by day so because of climate change the rain is also coming without uh, any specified uh, seasons so in in between it is coming so it is rutu uh, vipareeta we can say so that might be one more cause for this extension of uh, this medicinal plants mass extensions so if we have uh, if we can see this uh, mass extension uh, very much uh, well known movie uh, you can see uh, this uh, pushpa in that uh, red sandalwood uh, red sandalwood is being uh, smuggled so in this uh, because of its uh, value
right so this uh, are these are the some uh, examples uh, for the process for this extension of this uh, medicinal plants so iucn has uh, classified or categorized uh, this uh, medicinal plants which are being endangered into three major categories that is extinct uh, which is represented by ex so that means it's uh, it's not at all there so it's already uh, vanished from the earth or the vanished from the universe so threatened uh, least concern so we'll see in this so mainly we have to concentrate on this threatened that is cr critically endangered endangered and vulnerable so these three categories have to be considered and we have to take care of this three categories so we'll see one by one so it is extinct it is represented as ex so if you see any uh, medicinal plants in the uh, journals or the, in the literatures also so any plant name is being written in the packet it is being written as ex ex means it's already extinct it is not found the definition goes like this no known individuals remains that is when the last existing member dies so some of the examples uh, i could able to collect from the internet that is uh, calamites and coccus the images are also here calamites is medium sized tree uh, they used to grow at the height of about 330 meters so we don't go much uh, about the individual plants so these uh, plants are being known by this fossils right fossils uh, obtained from different parts of the earth different regions see these are some pictures i could able to get it then uh, the next category is extinct in the wild it is represented by the words ew in the packet the uh, extinct in the wild species is one which is only known by living members kept in captivity or as a naturalized population outside its historic range due to massive habitat loss see this because of its their population is very less hence they will be kept in the zoo or some preserved areas where we could able to see them and we can protect them so some few examples are being uh, mentioned here so two uh, animals so this is alagos kuros croso since 1988 it is being uh, mentioned enlisted in the uh, extinct in the wild group so it is uh, this photo you can see it then black soft shell turtle the image is there you can see it so only few species are available uh, on the earth now next so this is trekking so the uh, one of the most beautiful flower tree commonly known <coughs> known as the franklin tree so was native from the river valley peoria it's in usa uh, so it's it's a special character is the its fragrance and its leaves the uh, one more uh, special character is the leaves used to turn red in autumn season so this is the main identification and very few plants are uh, found critically endangered is uh, being uh, mentioned as cr so it means extremely high risk of extension in the wild means so next if we neglect it so then uh, it will go to second category uh, that is extension in the wild so we have to conserve them so the very huge criteria is being given to assess this so we'll 
look one by one how it is being classified to be uh, to be defined the critically endangered in the red list the uh, species must meet any one of the following criteria uh, which is mentioned from a to e so that is 3 grams are 10 years sorry three generations are 10 years right uh, significance three generations are 10 years whichever is longer over a max where the maximum of 100 years that means in 100 years we will be calculating this three generations are 10 years over the species so that is mi mi is significant in matured individuals that means matured individuals are capable of producing the offsprings hence it is being mentioned it is calculated either the three generations or 10 years that means over the period of 100 years if uh, three generations of animals or the mainly it is concerned with the animals here so not the plants so plants can be the matured plants means up to their productive uh, productive rate a productive age that could be when they start producing the seeds and flowers so from that time we can consider it under this matured matured individuals the point a is <coughs> See, we have to see from point A to point E, any one of the following, if it is there, then we have to consider it as critically endangered. A is <coughs> as above, but less than 10 kilometers per square, 10 kilometers square. That is used to show different levels of severity. That means if the plant or the animal is very less in this 10 uh, kilometers of area, it should be considered under A. So numbers less than 50 matured individuals. So in that area, if 10 kilometer, 10 square kilometer, if matured area, matured plants or the animals are less than 50 in number, then they have to be considered. Then at least 50%, at least 50% chances of going extinct in the wild over three generation or 10 years. Means, so if there are any 100 uh, plant species are there, by over the period of 100 years, if they are going to be extinct by 50%, if their population is being reduced by 50%, then they should be critically endangered. So D is occurring over less than 100 kilometers per square and two of, two of following, means that is three points are there in this, any two are meeting, then it has to be considered under D in the critical endangered uh, species that is severe habitat uh, fragmentation or uh, existing <coughs> existing at just one location means the uh, plants are found only in one uh, area or one habitat of the region then second is uh, declining in ex <coughs> extent of occurrence area of occupancy that is area extent quality of habitat number of <coughs> number of locations sub populations or amount of matured individuals so if gradual decline is observed then also it should be considered third point so extreme fluctuation in extent of occurrence rare of occupancy number of location sub population or amount of mi that is matured individuals it also be considered under point d of endangered species
So declining point E, declining population less than 250 matured individuals either a decline of 25% over three generations or 10 years for the period or second point extreme fluctuation over 90% of matured individuals in a single subpopulation or no more than 50 matured individuals in any one of subpopulation means it's group of population uh, of plants found in a specific area if more than 90% of matured plants are being extinct or being destroyed or being vanished from the population it should also be considered so this is the ex example of uh, mulberry lily so it's muesli variety it can be called as safed muesli also so it is becoming uh, critically endangered now so endangered is men uh, mentioned by ian that is high risk of extinction in the wild means they are going to the extent we have to look after them that is distressed distressed grisoni the herb specially grows among rocks on cliffs edges and on sheep's sandy banks and these habitats are be are being by trampling trampling and digging by collectors uh, searching searching of uh, ophocidic species a fungus species that is widely used in traditional Chinese and Tibetan medicine. So endemic to Bhutan and known only from two records that dating from 1949 and 1993 from high altitude sites means those plant this plant usually lives in the uh, edges of the mountains so where these climbers used to uh, for procuring the fungus species they have destroyed so this is one example uh, that is kakoli uh, in this astavarka plants can be considered in this that is kakoli shira kakoli <coughs> meda mahameda rithi so this is one example then vulnerable species that are high risk of endangered in the wild likely to become endangered unless the circumstances that are threatening its survival and uh, reproduction improve there are currently uh, 5196 animals and 5000 sorry 6789 plants classified as vulnerable compared with 1998 levels uh, levels of 2815 and 2000 uh, sorry 3222 respectively that means animals uh, 2815 animals and 3222 plants are assessed or survey is being done in 1998 and number is being procured then practices such as uh, cryo conservation of animals animals genetic resources have been uh, enforced <coughs> enforced in efforts to conserve vulnerable breeds of livestock specific specific specifically livestock specifically okay specifically livestock see here uh, cryo conservation means though any uh, important part of the uh, plant or the animal is being collected and it is being frozen deep frozen so that its uh, uh, cell development or cell uh, progress is being hampered by this freezing technique it is being done uh, 
to preserve the plant which is uh, going to be vulnerable species so there are many criteria here so here once again a to e criteria are being given so criteria a is population reduction in the form of uh, in the form of 1 and 2 means uh, 0.1 and 2 so the point 1 is an observed or estimated inferred or suspected population size reduced reduction of less more than or equal to 50% over the last 10 years or three generations once again it is more than 50% uh, destruction in the uh, population should be considered which is the longer provided the causes of the reduction are rarely reversible understood and ceased means once uh, we come to know that the this uh, population is being destroyed rapidly so if we come to know that and if we check this uh, its reduction in population and if we could able to uh, reproduce or uh, increase the population then it can be uh, maintained this uh, measurement is based on two uh, direct observation or an indexed index abundance appropriate for an taxon means here so continuous monitoring of the species will be done mainly uh, in the uh, forest uh, area usually uh, as per my knowledge interaction with the forest people so usually in the uh, over a time period of 5 to 10 years though they will go for a survey of the plants and the animals so mainly they will be concentrating on the animals uh, rather than the plants so but nowadays so this observation is being uh, done for uh, plants and animals both so on this uh, continuous observation so this criteria can be maintained or uh, observed a decline in area of occupancy extent of occurrence or quality of habitat actual or uh, potential levels of exploitation the effects of introduced extra hybridization pathogens pollutants so competitions are parasites so uh, we, if we uh, take care of these uh, aspects or uh, causes of uh, by which the extent uh, variety can be conserved second point the reduced the reduction of at least 20% projected or suspected to be met within the next 10 years or three generations which is which is the law based on specific speci specifying any of 2 3 4 or 5 of the above see the points which we uh, done in point number 1 so then the point b is extent of occurrence estimated to be less than 20000 km per square area see there uh, if we able to remember here the area was just 100 km 100 km per square so now it has come to 10000 km right sorry 20000 km it has come or the area of occupancy estimated to be less than 2000 km of area then the estimated indicating any two of the following see if the population uh, observed in uh, only 2000 km of area or uh, up to 20000 km of area 
the criteria should be the extreme fluctuation in any of the following extreme fluctuation in area of occupancy extent of occurrence means the availability of the plants so number of locations or sub populations number of matured individuals so they will be calculated and they will be assessed severely fragmented are known to extend at one at on more than 10 locations say this 200 uh, kilometers area is being divided into 10 so it will be becoming 20000 uh, kilometer area so in that each individual uh, sub population the uh, calculation will be done right so that uh, that counts the 10 locations continuing decline inferred observed or projected in any of the following that is <coughs> extent of occurrence area of occupancy area of extent area or extent or quality of habitat number of locations or uh, sub population number of matured individuals see if any uh, one is being uh, observed means a decrease is being observed then it has to be counted see is population is to number number fewer than 10000 matured individuals and either means it should be uh, calculated 10000 matured individuals right so along with that an estimated continuing decline of at least 10% within 10 years means 10000 population if it is reducing by 10% 10% means there are 10000 uh, in this year uh, over the period of next to 10 years that means now it is 23 in uh, 43 if the population is uh, becoming 1000 uh, matured individuals then it should be considered as vulnerable which is longer which one is the longer that can be counted or either the three generation or over the period of 10% decline decline over the period of 10 years anything can be considered in continuous declining observed projected or inferred in number of matured individuals and population uh, structured in the form either severely fragmented that means the population is estimated to contain more than 1000 matured individuals see 10000 matured individuals are being fragmented that means they are scattered all matured individuals are in a single sub populations are all individuals means all 1000 matured individuals are staying in only one place right so that could be considered. so quantitative analysis showing the probability of extinction in the wild is at least 10% within 100 years see so that once again uh, it also indicates the same as 10000 per e population very small or restricted uh, restricted in the form of either the following that is population estimated to number less than 1000 matured individuals population is character characterized by an acute restrictions in its area of occupancy that is 20 kilometers square area in the number of locations that is typically less than 5 right in 20 20 kilometer 20 kilometer area so if less than 5 plants or 5 animals are being observed such a taxon should be should be thus be 
prone to efference human activity means that area so human activity is becoming more so we have to restrict restrict this area the example for vulnerable animals uh, animal species are ah, wait uh, the plant is uh, bitter milkwort so it is uh, it is found it was found and it is still found in gujarat place only so near threatened uh, species is uh, mentioned as nt likely to become endangered in the in the near future uh, species may be considered threatened with extinction in the near future although it does not currently qualify for the threatened status means so it is less chances of going to be threatened take care uh, so it can be palatable it can be controlled before 2001 uh, conservation Depa uh, department species were given separate category as conservation department say in 2001 so the near threatened species means likely to become endangered in near future means uh, in few days or few years it may uh, become endangered those species may be considered threatened with extension in the near future although it does not currently qualifies for the threatened status means so uh, in threat those three categories which i said so uh, it is not coming and into it but still we have to take care of this so for this the government has taken one very good in initiative in 2001 so it has uh, established a separate uh, department that is conservation department in which uh, the this threatened or near threatened or this totally uh, threatened uh, endangered uh, plant species or the total animals are being conserved or uh, protected and even uh, they take steps to overcome uh, or remove them from the endangered list by producing their uh, numbers or increasing their numbers more least concern least concern means low risk does not qualify for more at risk category means so there is no need to uh, worry about this uh, but this uh, but one example uh, by quoting one example i want to share this see this uh, red rice so uh, red rice is very well known uh, for its uh, uh, values so the species has on the number of occasions been uh, genetic donor to cultivated rice so where its uh, genes have been incorporated to confer resistance to uh, abiotic stress disease and to boost productivity and fertility so for this uh, this red rice is being used means red rice uh, uh, by using the red rice many this rice say uh, rice used to get uh, many uh, diseases frequently hence it is being infested with uh, or sprinkled with many of the uh, pesticides so to overcome this so to make the uh, rice uh, variety strong so this genes have been being transferred to the cultivated rice so this is the picture of the red rice then it so no need to think much about this say means uh, it doesn't mean that we don't have any data but collected data is not sufficient or survey is being done in an incomplete manner that can be considered as data deficit
so not evaluated means uh, has not been evaluated against the criteria means according to the criteria they have not done it generally they have done it so uh, it's on it's not have been studied by the iucn right example is uh, so they are more in number than uh, no need to evaluate our evaluation is very difficult so that is for example uh, by example you may uh, understand this so houseless uh, there are uh, many houseless so it is very difficult to uh, count so that is not evaluated means they are uh, in uh, abundant uh, quantity and it is very difficult to uh, Count. So in this uh, plant, if we come to know this uh, very well uh, uh, known plant, that is Parthenium plants, right? The Parthenium are in uh, common languages, we can call it as Congress plant. So it means like Congress, it is spreading uh, everywhere. So that much famous it is, right? Then conservation dependent species. So conservation dependent, it is mentioned by LR bar CD right conservation dependent as a dependent on the conservation efforts to say here uh, what we need to do is endangered species which are has to be conserved that means in 2001 this uh, department which has come uh, so conservation department so it is taking care of that particular uh, plant or the animal so there's uh, there uh, they are being mentioned as LR Park City means the efforts are being carried out to overcome them from red listed plant, right? So that is uh, conservation dependent species. So as per uh, December 2015, uh, 15, uh, there remains two, 209 plants and 29 animal species are being protected. Uh, so example of uh, conservation dependent species includes black chemina and uh, huh, even the safed musli is also being uh, considered here it is not mentioned here mainly many animals are being so some plants are being uh, listed so some images are also being given just uh, go through it time is uh, very short so how we need to conserve them so the goal is uh, to provide a framework for conservation and uh, sustainable plants in medicine so care for earth so we have to conserve them so by developing strategy so that means a single person can't do it right a private or public uh, any one cannot do it so we have to collectively work for conservation of this uh, plants medicinal plants right strategical uh, action framework can be considered like this so so what we have to done uh, what uh, has to be done so first we have to think on this then we have to uh, categorize or divide the work into different categories that means we have to give specific uh, targets to specified uh, organizations or institutions for particular work and then we have to analyze it uh, what we have to do what how they are doing and all so monitoring has to be done and uh, over a period of time a uh, specific time we have to reach to a conclusion that how how far it is being done and how it has to be uh, uh, 
uh, increased. See, for this experts needed for conservation of medicinal plants, there are many uh, taxonomists, agronomists, conservation uh, uh, ecologists, ethnobotanists, horticulturists, pharmacologists. So many people uh, need to be uh, mentioned here. So resource resource economist, seed biologist, legal experts. See, so mainly I I can give a brief. Uh, we can categorize or minimize our focus on some uh, departments uh, that could be uh, the forest department for in-situ conservation, agriculture department by uh, for increasing the uh, number of uh, plant species by giving, uh, uh, supporting the plants for uh, cultivation, horticulture departments uh, to increase the plants quantity by propagation techniques like the stem cuttings and uh, air layerings and all. So by that also the number of plant species can be increased. So the bodies like CCRS, so Central Council for Research, uh, Research in Ayurveda System. So National Medicinal Plant Board and Ayush Ministry, uh, Indian Ecological Society, Indian, uh, Indian Council for Forest Research and Education, National Biodiversity Authority and uh, Botanical Survey of India and many NGOs are taking uh, taking part and uh, they are doing their best to overcome or to protect this endangered personal plants so i want i have specified some NGOs which are very much active and very much well known in india that is uh, green yatra uh, it is organization is very active in maharashtra so they go with the uh, tagline that go green kids means they are uh, giving uh, free samplings of plants to the kids and they are promoting uh, them to encouraging the students uh, of the schools and uh, colleges to, to take care of the plants and to uh, propagate them. Then uh, project Green Hands, uh, it is being, uh, uh, it is very active in Tamil Nadu. So here also they are green school movement. That means uh, they are planting the plants, plantation is being done in and around the schools mainly and they are also giving plants uh, free plants saplings to the public then say trees in karnataka they do uh, bangalore area uh, so they are very active uh, they are uh, using uh, some technique that is uh, mayaki techniques so by this uh, the plants are being grown very fast see that is the new technique they are adopting uh, then sankalputaru uh, that is green uh, sorry clean green school programs so they are what they are doing is uh, they are collecting uh, student groups student unions are being uh, created in different parts of the state and uh, they are connected and their motto or their uh, what their thoughts are being expressed in uh, different parts of the uh, country by with the chain group group chain system they are doing it. then uh, conservation campaigners should be there uh, to prepare awareness to give awareness to the public then politicians to take uh, appropriate measures and uh, religious leaders if they are speaking then uh, definitely the impact will be done uh, for example if i say this Sadhguru going for uh, conservation of river right so that he did and recently then uh, uh, plant uh, plant breeders means uh, medicinal plants many uh, individuals or the communities are uh, willingly uh, knowing this uh, value of this medicinal plants they uh, voluntarily uh, taking initiatives for uh, uh, cultivation of medicinal plants 
that uh, park managers and park planners in the designing of the park so where uh, the people can know or uh, understand or to see the endangered medicinal plants uh, so, and uh, traditional health practitioners so they will be very much uh, knowing the medicinal plants and their values if uh, they are being uh, educated and they are being uh, uh, informed about this endangered the level of the particular plant then that will be very useful then farmers for the cultivation in the large extent so basic studies to study traditional knowledge on the use of plant in healthcare so in healthcare how these medicinal plants are being used so that we have to uh, educate every individual or the practitioners then to identify the medicinal plants and outline for their distribution and assess their abundance see where how much uh, how many plants are available if we are giving uh, then it will be very useful uh, useful for the uh, procurement and distribution of the plant so plant identification uh, is a very important role where uh, this uh, uh, botanists are uh, playing uh, very much uh, big role in this so here one format is being uh, given uh, where by which uh, we can assess uh, in which place yeah, in which uh, place or which in which demographic area how many plants are there for that criteria uh, as being what and all to be mentioned so how it is to be mentioned uh, so the list is here so for the name common common name which is there geographical distribution where it is being uh, distributed where it is available or uh, what is its habitat and description about the plant means how its leaf flower it is uh, once again uh, it is very easy for the identification of the plant it is used in medicine how uh, traditionally it is being used how it will be useful the general can also be mentioned how it can be uh, cultivated uh, cultivated in uh, ex situ uh, germ plants so ethnobotanical survey checklist means uh, collection uh, collection over specimens of the plants used as medicinals and get uh, qualified taxonomist so that under once again the same main once the identification is being done and if this just checklist is being produced and if is if if it is uh, made available uh, in the website uh, could be the medicinal plant board or the conservation board which is being done so it will be very helpful then utilization how it has to be utilized on the basis of this uh, threatened uh, level so we have to use the medicinal plants see in ayurveda also they have given uh, given the substitutions right uh, medicinal plants if they are going to be extinct what we have to do oh, that we, it is being already mentioned in ayurveda that is ashtavarka are being replaced with the four uh, four important drugs so so that uh, in place of uh, getting uh, it is to protect the endangered species uh, from uh, becoming extinct so steps in uh, bringing uh, species into cultivation that uh, 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 which is the good area habitat uh, plant breed that and all has to be considered and uh, under uh, supervision and control we have to uh, produce or uh, reproduce the plants in the in form of cultivation then practice uh, practical consideration of harvesting means say uh, many a times uh, harvesting uh, procedures are being specified nowadays sops are being prepared 
so good uh, agricultural techniques good uh, harvest techniques so good preservation techniques so for everything uh, so ex situ in situ conservation is also being done so if uh, some special uh, species is available so stem cell uh, study can also be done over it and uh, the plant can be grown in the laboratories then it can be uh, subjected to the ex situ conservation then so, communication and cooperation is very much needed between uh, the producers and the consumers some effective approaches so public awareness by uh, social and public media so we have to give awareness to the public uh, by social media and public media say news uh, newspapers uh, uh, tv everything and medicinal plants gardens we have to do it so where these plants can be uh, labeled and uh, uh, mentioned see nowadays in the garden it is being mentioned the plant name and uses everything will be written but it's uh, threatened or endangered uh, level is not being mentioned so if uh, we can do it it will be very helpful so then lecturers and uh, formal courses can be done on this uh, separate courses can be done uh, uh, to educate the people so an educational campaigning by uh, including uh, curricula means in the curriculum we can add this uh, endangered species in the higher uh, higher category and uh, uh, if we do it it will be very useful then uh, protected areas can be done so some areas some uh, plants will or animals will be growing or surviving in only specific areas so it has to be protected area now gear uh, area is there where the tigers are like this for plants also some organizations who are working uh, once again you may all be knowing this who you see and wwf that is uh, worldwide foundation of nature so in usa wildlife fauna uh, found in canada uh, and usa right so declaration say many of the informations are being uh, uh, collected or gathered from the internet thank you uh, thank you patel sir for such an interesting topic exhaustive topic and a new topic for most of us regarding the endangered uh, plants and uh, the methods of uh, and how especially these plants are endangered we we are lo losing a lot of things like lot of plants lot of animals uh, in the nature only pictures will remain for the future generation so some pictures have uh, remained now for the current generation as well so because uh, yeah so because in, in in our times we used to have zoos where we used to visit the zoo and uh, uh, have live animals uh, there so we knew how the how a tiger looked how a panther looked what's the difference between a panther cheetah tiger lion all those things nowadays uh, as a kid seed to search through the google and also of course some uh, we have some places where we can visit and uh, uh, see the animals but some animals are extinct and when we speak about the plants in this particular uh, stage definitely uh, some plants we haven't seen uh, we have seen only in the photographs uh, why what where how these reasons should be reasoned out in a proper way that particular aspect you have really covered uh, exhaustively in this particular presentation sir the causes why they are going uh, uh, either being uh, endangered or extinct and uh, what are what are the different uh, uh, causes for uh, so many plants for not being available so for example we can see so many plants being described in our samhitas also which uh, we read through in the formulations and there are also pratinidhi dravya you are uh, expert of this particular field 
uh, and we also have uh, Baishaja Kalpana experts like Karim sir uh, uh, right now in the group, uh, right now in the discussion. So you can comment on this, how good it is to uh, like use a rep representative drugs or the curves, like uh, X is not available in the preparation. Like one day in preparation of Chavan Prash, we may not get a proper uh, Amalaki itself, which is the main ingredient. As you said already, you have mentioned Ashtavarga in uh, the discussion, uh, the Dashamula. So when one X is not available, I'll use uh, Y. When A is not available, we, we will use B. We have come to that particular format. What will happen another uh, two decades ahead or three, uh, uh, like uh, five decades ahead? Many plants still can go into extinction. One point you made uh, a right point at the end that in the botanical gardens or the herb, uh, herbal gardens, what we have, even in the Ayurvedic colleges, if the plant name is there, so whether it is endangered or extinct species, what it is, in which category it comes, if it is there. And if this particular knowledge is taken uh, to the Ayurvedic classes, like uh, I think uh, Dravagana teachers are doing this like you. Uh, so when a plant is explained in uh, the classroom, whether it is endangered, whether it is extinct, whether it is available or not, what is used instead of this, all things are available. Uh, my question is, uh, uh, what about in near future? Uh, though you mentioned uh, uh, game changers at the last, who can change the game, who can get involved, how these things can be dealt, but dealt to a proportion, not to the ma majority, like we can deal certain things and uh, certain things are not uh, in our hands uh, to uh, protect these species from going extinct. So, yes. so as Ayurveda doctors, teachers, and students, uh, as flag bearers, what is our responsibility uh, towards these endangered uh, plants? Number one, and uh, uh, how we should carry it ahead? And uh, where do you, as a Dravidian teacher, see this scenario? Maybe fifty years ahead. Yes. Uh, sir, definitely it was a uh, uh, very uh, nice question. So probably many of us uh, in this group might be having the same. Uh, sir, uh, definitely. Uh, so if the Pratinidhi Dravyas can also, uh, are also going to be sit nowadays. So for that, uh, one more thing you mentioned is the Dashamula, sir. So where we have to collect the roots. So some techniques are being uh, used where the plants are being uh, cultivated in the same uh, one two to four inch wide in a pipe a pvc pipe they are being grown uh, so that uh, uh, uprooting will be very easy so one thing and if it is a huge tree so uh, yearly if we are going to collect it so we have to divide the area into four parts so just i am giving an example so northeast southwest it is very easy so if let us consider uh, the north area is being excavated this year. So next year we should not excavate in the north. We have to go for south or east or west. So that sequentially one after the other if we are uh, uprooting. So the plant will be available. Even uh, we will be procuring the medicine also. That can also be done. In the same way, even the, for the uh, stem bar or root bar, if uh, we talk about the stem bar, so we have to leave the main stem. 
so we have to collect the bark of the branches uh, this will uh, protect the plant so this is how we have to procure the medicine by uh, protecting the this can be uh, very much done sir. uh thank you sir thank you there and uh, being an ayurvedic uh, uh, physician and also a teacher yourself uh, taking this message into the classroom uh, what impact can teachers make on the students uh, about these plants and uh, do you personally uh, introduce uh, these plants to your students and uh, classify them as endangered so what is our role in protection and all those things uh, these things should be passed on to the next generation otherwise uh, uh, even students will not be knowing today's student is tomorrow's teacher so they need to uh, by the time they become teacher and their students become teacher even some other plants also will be endangered so do you do it and what is the response of the students knowing about this extinct and endangered uh, species sir definitely uh, i am looking onto it uh, so in my previous uh, tenure also i had one uh, my own uh, greenhouse where i had uh, not less than uh, 72 species not 72 plants in general so that are uh, being collected from different parts of uh, uh, india wherever i used to go mainly in karnataka so i used to collect them and i used to uh, uh, protect them and preserve them so i i tried many times to propagate them but unfortunately the condition i could not uh, give them for the propagation in propagation aspect definitely i was not uh, completely successful but uh, rightly speaking uh, students are very much interested uh, so in the uh, uh, mainstream uh, this time we have applied for spark program sir uh, you might be knowing this so the same uh, uh, point we are taking uh, we have to so this 15th is the submission last day so we are doing on the same sir uh, plant conservation technique that too in that uh, uh, plant propagation by stem cutting this time i am taking sir for this endangered plant only. nice sir nice and uh, there is a question in the question box uh, is there information on the extinct and improper utilization of uh, ayurvedic herbal plants e ramadani ji asks this question is there information on the extinct and improper utilization of ayurvedic herbal plants like an information book or booklet or something published sir uh, right now uh, i don't find any books are being published uh, so in uh, coming days we can work on it so definitely uh, coming uh, in coming years definitely uh, we can uh, come out with the book definitely sir teachers uh, like you working in the drabaguna department mainly can be the flag bearers and game changers if we can do this i also would recommend you one more thing uh, so that you can uh, note it in your notepad like if if the yes, syllabus sir. if the syllabus at the higher level like ncism is yes, formed sir. in such a way like uh, syllabus yes, syllabus syllabus classification itself is done like uh, depending on the endangered uh, plants yes sir okay, which is extinct which is about to go extinct and all those things in that way if it is classified and if it is uh, uh, given to the students in the form of knowledge i think uh, it is very high time to discuss these things in the classrooms apart from giving at least uh, at the post graduation and phd levels i think these should be the areas where people should be working Dravaguna uh, department, I think, can be the uh, game changer and also Rashastra Bhaisajakalpana. It's responsibility of all of us, Ayurveda fraternity, but I think that these departments can definitely uh, take the initiative. Uh, so, having uh, said that, uh, so this was a small uh, suggestion from my end. If you can take it to the higher tiers. 
sir definitely i will do it sir uh, even uh, this ncism uh, has not been framed this pg uh, syllabus in that definitely uh, we will try to incorporate this endangered birds absolutely sir that should uh, at least if it starts like an initiative somebody will be uh, some people at least will be uh, interested to take these studies ahead yes uh, okay with that note uh, wasanta already madam please uh, go ahead and uh, you can interact with patel sir so the question i have is um maybe i missed the point the um ayurvedic drugs that are prepared from these plants aren't they cultivated or are they or do you always need to go into the wild because if you know you're talking about uh, endangered species etc my understanding or limited understanding is that these are all cultivated in a place and then you make medications from that yes madam uh, in many uh, many times uh, your words are correct so many of the drugs are being procured uh, from the agriculture source only but uh, uh, in uh, still uh, in many places uh, the uh, procurement of the raw drugs is from the wild is also going on so wherever uh, it is not being controlled or in some controlled uh, manner where this forest department is uh, giving uh, marketing uh, the wild source uh, for a, if i go for an example that uh, wild uh, honey is being marketed uh, by the forest department itself uh by making this uh, forest and the local uh, in between forest and local they are preparing one group is being made uh, so i exactly i could not collect it so from that we can procure the raw drugs which are available from the forest so it is legally it is available so that can also be done so but uh, what we can do is the plant which is collected from the agriculture source definitely have less uh, value or less potency than the drug which is being procured from the forest so one suggestion uh, with my interaction with the forest department officer i said so the vichand vichandalar plants are being endangered so if we uh, could able to plant them in the forest in the in their own place so definitely uh, we can uh, maintain the quality of the drug that can be done in coming days uh, we may go ahead to see yes and hence uh, it's important to know what is endangered and what is not so that you can advise the forest department this is great thank you so much thank you thank you thank you madam and uh, i think uh, uh, catch catching up the soul of uh, wasantharedi madam's uh, a uh, question uh, patit sir is uh, I, i think this this will be an extended part of her question as well the medicine uh, the herbs which we use in preparation of the medicines i think uh, that was also uh, included in the questions whether we uh, procure those herbs from the uh, herbal gardens we have in the colleges or in and around with the manufacturing industry number one or should we go to the forest zone itself to procure most of the medicines uh, most of the herbs to prepare uh, uh, the medicines or cultivation is also a possibility mm -hmm. one the herb gardens another the cultivation another directly entering into the forest zone collecting the herbs and come and prepare the medicines from which area or from which territory we are procuring maximum herbs to prepare the medicines i think uh, that was uh, also the base of the question 
sir uh, most of the times we go for the preparation for the medicine where it is easily available if it is there in our garden definitely uh, we as a pharmacy unit of the college so we will be preparing the medicine uh, easily from the uh, our garden and we will produce it so and second one is uh, rightly said uh, the two parts uh, the industries which are manufacturing industries are having their own agricultural land in which they will be cultivating the plants and they will be procuring uh, for their medicines and one more thing what good thing what they are doing is uh, they are uh, making agreements with the farmers uh, by uh, buyback policy they'll be giving the plants or the samplings and uh, to the uh, agriculture farmers and uh, after the after they grow they will collect from the farmers that's also they are doing and uh, the last point which you mentioned uh, directly procuring from the forest the forest so legally it is not correct sir so it is being uh, uh, banned or it is objectionable so we should not go for it so one thing uh, one good thing even uh, the forest uh, people are also doing what i said uh, they are making an outlet uh, of the uh, forest outlet they are making so exactly i don't uh, remember the name of it so in this uh, the village participants and uh, uh, village participants two village participants and one forest officer and uh, public uh, uh, representative and community rep- like this total five members will be there in a, in that uh, specific uh, group and uh, from there uh, the uh, whichever the products uh, available in the forest they are being sold there for the public so that will be a good uh, place uh, where we can uh, procure the raw materials instead of uh, going randomly and collecting them wonderful sir wonderful uh, clarifications there and uh, to our uh, participants also another thing is in preparation of some formulations and medicines in the pharmacy pharmacies we use uh, uh, most times we use uh, the dry herbs and there are also vendors who supply the dry herbs so those uh, who have been classified and also who are authenticated to uh, to sell those uh, herbs we can procure uh, those dry herbs from those people and uh, the medicines can be prepared every college uh, a pharmacy will have a store of uh, the dry herbs as well and every college ayurvedic college will have a herb garden so these are also mandatory where uh, certain plants are permitting to be grown or which can be grown in that particular geographical area will definitely be grown and whenever the wet sources are required so we can tap it from those particular gardens so this uh, with this uh, we will come to the conclusion of this session so on behalf of all our participants and easier of the family I extend a cordial thanks to dr chanabaswana patil sir for uh, making it to our session for presenting such an exhaustive and very interesting and a very rare and important topic and enlightening us with his wisdom Thank you, sir, on behalf of all of us for being here and for a wonderful presentation. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Namaste. Lots of love from me, sir. Namaste.